Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. I started doing yoga, man. I started doing a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 hello, my friends. It is me, Michael D. Mullins, here for GDP Radio Live right here at GDPRadio.com. As per usual, I come strolling on in with some good tunes jamming out. I park myself in the VIP spot of the VIP section of the VIP tower of DDP radio and I take that elevator all the way to the top floor. I stop on one of the uh, penthouse suites, have myself a little cocktail, have myself a little dance party, and then I get myself going all the way back to the roof, all the way up, and I climb the rungs of that tower one by one. I climb that and there's planes swirling around me and I swat the planes away like I'm King Kong. Swat, swat. And I get to the top (laughs) of the tower of the DDP radio megaplex. And I look, I look for a sign. I look to the great white North and on the top of the tallest mountain, on top of the tallest mountain, on top of the tallest mountain, on all of Canada, Ontario, Canada. And on that mountaintop, I see a shimmer. I see a shimmer, a sparkle, a sparkle of light. And that light gets bigger and bigger and bigger and I meet up, and I shoot that signal across the great sky in to the top of the mountaintop, and boom, DDP Radio is born and goes crashing across the corners of the world, and the person who I'm here for, the person, my co-host, the one, the only, the Canadian quote master herself, 16-time Juno Award winner, Crystal Stewart. How are you? (laughs) I, I'm good. I, I'm just sitting here wondering how long it took you to come up with all that. Holy moly. Uh, if you, if, see, the disturbing part would be if I sat and wrote for like a long time, just came up with that intro. The really disturbing part is I didn't even <laughs> think about it until I started speaking. I just took it where that was messed up. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, man. Um, so, well, welcome. Here we are. And, uh, DDP Thanks. radio, another episode and, uh, coming in on the skin of our teeth. I had some ghosts in the machine here messing with my interface, but we're, we're good now. And, um, you know, so much happening in the news, so much stuff happening on, of course, the, the, we lost the, the monarch queen Elizabeth. And it got me thinking that, you know, some people think the royalty is an antiquated idea, but I think DDP radio needs a king. And I think I should be the king 
of Go DDP ahead, Radio. Lord. And I think that Hayden should give me his throne and, and oh, mail it, yeah. UPS it over to me. And I think that I should, re- I should get a crown made with a diamond on it. And uh, just when you think Mike Mullins can't get any more ridiculous, I put a crown on my head and prove you all wrong. I'm going to call Josh McAdoo. That's it. <laughs> He's my go-to. Uh, that's, that's never <laughs> something to joke about. But uh, <laughs> uh, without any further ado, I, I, I know I depend on you every week, and I know that you've been, been crushing it with the guests week after week after week. And every week here on DDP Radio, we feature another amazing story, another warrior of the week, another person who's crushing it in the DDPY world. And I know yep. you've lined up a really special uh, show for us tonight with a uh, first-time guest, and uh, I'm really excited to talk to her because I know the Crystal only brings the best of the best of the best on to tell stories. And uh, I know if I know you, Crystal, I know we got something special coming up in just a minute. So why don't you intro who our guest is tonight, who our Warrior of the Week is tonight, and let's get this show on the road. Absolutely. I'm really, really grateful that I have the wherewithal to book all the warriors so far in advance because I have had a week, let me tell you. So I'm really looking forward to just settling down and talking to this week's warrior. It's going to be fun. So this week's warrior is my friend, Cat Bell. And, um, yeah, I'm so excited to talk to her. God, honestly, um, her story is proof positive. Um, of what happens when you get out of your own way and just simply commit to what you need to do. Um, To go from where she was to where she is now is nothing short of inspiring. I mean, it's really inspiring. Um, Mama Cat has an incredible story of not resigning herself to where she currently was. Um... And where you always seem to find yourself along this funny little journey called life, there always seems to be something that we're, we have to deal with it. So, you know, it's, it's important to learn how to deal with things, and Kat's done that. It's not always going to be easy. Sometimes it's hard, or how badly do you really want to change your circumstances in your life? Don't you deserve to work hard and change your life? Those are the questions you need to be asking yourself. So let's get together and sit around the table and let's get to talking um, to this week's Warrior of the Week, the amazing Cat Bell. Oh, hello, everybody. Greetings from the hey. the UDPY Mecca, Smyrna, Georgia. I, I live <laughs> like right down the road from the PC, so... There you go. Yeah, very cool. Wouldn't it be great well, if it was, you know, open more, but, you know, that's fine. It's fine. At least I'm here. Well, <laughs> oh, I, I love it. That, that's awesome. Now, did you come to DDPY through being local in Smyrna, or were you aware of DDP and DDPY beforehand? I had no idea it even existed. Um, didn't know anything about it. Um, I'm not a wrestling person. Sorry, guys. Um, nope. I, I moved here to Smyrna in 2017 to be closer to work. And I, I, right now I live, you know, just five miles from my office and just, um, as it turns out, a couple miles from the PC. And 
when I would go to work, I would go past the PC twice a day, every day, going to work, coming from work. And I'm like, huh, what's that? Oh, it's yoga. I'm not interested in yoga. I don't like the traditional yoga with all the, you know, the spiritual aspect of it. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to. And then one day I happened to get curious and and found myself standing in the lobby, you know, inquiring (laughs) about what is this? And Garrett was there and he showed me around and he was telling me about the program and, you know, it was nothing like regular yoga at all. Um, Gave me the tour, told me about it. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. So I signed up for the app and had been doing DDPY for about three days before I decided to sign up for my first in-person class at the PC. Three days into doing DDPY, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sign up for one of Garrett's classes because, like, I met him, and so I know him, and, and it says beginner, and this is going to be – I can do this, you know. So I show up at the PC for my 5.30 beginner class with Garrett. First one ever, been doing DDPY literally three days. Find out when I get there, there was a last-minute schedule change, and Dallas was teaching that night. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to die. That's it. I'm going to (laughs) die. But somehow I live. But it was definitely a memorable introduction to DDPY. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, no doubt. That 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 reminds. There's another DDPY warrior, Cat uh, Arnett, who who uh, I promoted one of the events in in Boston for uh, for a DDPY, and she came cold turkey. She hadn't had a single workout yet. She hadn't done anything. Her knees were bad, and she came in there and was such a trooper. And that experience like set her up for life because I remember one thing that was really special is DDP found out there was 120 people in that in that room, and and DDP realized <laughs> that. Cat hadn't done it before, and really, I was really impressed with the level of care that he took. Made sure that she had padding for her bad knee and got an extra mats, and and it's you know having an experience like that the first time will will, will make someone a lifer. You know, if you blow somebody off or make that or make it not a welcoming experience, people don't come back. And one thing I love about DDPY is the 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 model that anyone can do this. People mistake that for it's easy, which it's not. But anyone can do it, and it meets you where you are. And three workouts in, you got there, you did it, and, and, and you're still hanging around here. And it must have been something that clicked in your head that moment. Yeah, it, it was just it was just really cool. Now, you know, full disclosure, that was March of 2018, but I really didn't start doing DDPY seriously uh, daily or almost daily until 2020. Um, roughly August of 2020. So I was kind of hit and miss, mostly miss for those first couple of years until, until August of 2020. Well, and we're that, getting, oh, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say we're getting a little ahead of ourselves because I forgot. I always start the qu- with one question and I, and I kind of got sidetracked. So I apologize, but every DDPY warrior needs an origin story. Every DDPY superhero needs an origin story. The reason they came in that door the front uh, the first day. The reason they got here and are, are taking this on. What were the circumstances that made you really want to try DDPY and drove you to really stick with this? Okay, well, back in 2020, I was at the time uh, 255 pounds, 
and I was really, really sick. Um, I had absolutely no energy, um, brain fog, insomnia. Just I was just sick. I was not functioning. I could do one thing a week. I could go to work. I could come home, eat something, you know, get the kids, microwave something for the kids, and basically go to bed. On weekends, I could either go grocery shopping or I could do laundry. Or I could go to church or I could do whatever. I could do one thing a day and then my energy was done. I had to be very careful and plan things carefully because I had no energy and I was just really sick. And weight was just piling on even when I thought I was eating better than I ever had before, even when my activity level was higher than it had been before. So I went to the doctor and I'm like, look, I think, you know, something's wrong with my thyroid, something weird's going on, maybe I'm really sick, you know, I just need a full physical, just check all the things. So I made the doctor appointment and because it was, you know, still in the beginning of the pandemic, um, it was like a month out, three weeks to a month out before I could get to the doctor. So I decided in July, I decided, you know, I have always wanted to get into hiking and backpacking and and doing all that kind of outdoorsy stuff, but I, I've never done it. I don't know anybody who's into that. My family was not an outdoorsy type of family, um, but this is something I've always wanted to do. So I was surfing around online one day, and I found this website called the 52 Hike Challenge, where you sign up to do 52 hikes in a span of 52 weeks. I thought, oh, okay, and, you know, all you have to do is a mile, a mile for it to count. And I thought, okay, this sounds fun. I can do this. So I started every Saturday going on a hike. I I downloaded the All Trails app, found out what, what parks and what trails were near me. And let me tell you, the first week, just a half mile hike out and a half mile hike back to my car it took me over an hour because I was you know 255 pounds I was sick I had no energy it was just it was rough the next week was a little better and next week was tiny bit better and I'm talking flat trails no hills nothing cool just just flat trails um so it was a struggle but I'm like, you know, this is really cool. I'm really digging being out in nature. This is this is great. Went back to the doctor three weeks later. Uh, went to the doctor three weeks later, got my blood work, got my lab results. Thyroid's fine, not dying of anything. Uh, but I did have type 2 diabetes. I had non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. I had high cholesterol and I had a severe vitamin D deficiency. So I'm like, okay, now I know what's causing all the things. So the doctor had me immediately cut out all bread, all rice, all pasta, anything sugary. My coffee went from being a little bit of coffee with a lot of cream and even more sugar and a little more flavored syrup went from that to straight black. My sweet tea, which, you know, I'm Southern. God bless us, but, you know, the sweet tea is more sweet than tea. Well, (laughs) my ancestors are rolling in their graves. I'm sorry, guys, but I immediately dropped it. I went to unsweet tea. 
Now, you try going to a Waffle House and ordering <laughs> an unsweet tea, and I've had waitresses look at me and go, we, we, we don't even make that. <laughs> <laughs> Blasphemy. <laughs> Blasphemy. It is. My ancestors are just horrified. But um, he had me cut all this out, and, you know, every weekend I'm still hiking, and I'm realizing that as I'm doing this, like, wait a minute, hiking once a week, I'm not going to get – the endurance I need to be able to hike long distances and hike cool places. Because, you know, ever since I was a kid, I always used to run around saying, I'm going to hike the Appalachian Trail one day. Not really knowing what it is, it just sounded like a cool thing to do. But I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be able to do anything cool if I am really just struggling on these flat surfaces. I'm not gaining any cardio endurance here so I'm like you know I need to do something else during the week so I remembered you know I had never deleted the app I had never unjoined the Facebook group so I'm like all right time to start doing the DDPY and even then it was a good month or two I think it was October before I finally took the six pictures and finally paid for the annual subscription because I was like, okay, I am sticking with this for the first time ever. It is working. And, um, yeah, so that's where it all started. Um, Kat, how has your conversation with yourself changed? Oh, because gosh. someone asked me that the other day, right? What? Wh- how does it change going from – where you were to where you are. So how how are you kinder to yourself now? Oh, oh, a lot. And a lot of yeah. things like confidence level. Like I had zero confidence. I mean, yep. I come from a background that's like a bunch of country songs all rolled up into one. I come from a background of abuse. I come from a background of multiple instances of domestic violence. I come from a a background, you know, even as a teenager, my mother used to, you know, berate me and make fun of me for how fat I was when at the time I actually wasn't all that fat looking back. But so I come from this incredibly broken background and this, this thought pattern of, I wish I could do that. I'll never be able to do that. Right. And now now it's like I look at things and I go, I want to do that. Okay, how do I do that? Not can right. I do it, it's how do I do it. That's well, amazing. That's Yeah, that that that's beautiful. And I I I got to tell you, so people don't realize how um shackling feeling terrible all the time is and how sometimes just feeling bad stops you from making any progress. You know, you want to do things you want, but, but it's just such a chore and it's, it's so hard to get going. And people think if I could get all this weight off, then I could start living again. Then I could start doing stuff. What they don't realize is the more you feel better, even just little increments, little bits, it drives you to be able to do more, to be able to do that. And I got to commend you because feeling so terrible like that, which I, I'm sure you were feeling hearing you know, about the diabetes and in, in, in the vitamins and stuff, it must have been like a weight off your shoulder once you were able to even try comfortably without having such a, 
miserable feeling all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's <clears throat> such a drastic difference. I mean, I have energy now. I can go to work. Then I can go to the store. Or I can go teach a DDPY class. Because along the way, I thought, this would be cool to be certified. So I'm an instructor now. Like, who would have ever thought you. the, the wow. introvert who, by the way, hates talking on the phone and, and doesn't like being the center of attention would be up in front of a class teaching DDPY. Um, and I completely lost my train of thought and forgot where I was going. But, um, no, yeah, just being able to do things now that two years ago, even a year ago, I would have never dreamed is just, it's mind-blowing. That's wow. so amazing. That, yeah, that's, I mean, congratulations. That, that's huge. And um, Thank you. Who would have thought that that day when you walked in there, you walked into the DDPY Performance Center, you know, you know, just cold, without any kind of knowledge or prior, you know, stuff, and you signed up, you got those three days under your belt, you went to a class, that you'd be here literally part of the crew teaching the program. Uh, you know, I'm surprised you walked in and saw Garrett and then didn't turn around. You're like, who's this Motley crew of people here? But um, I, especially if he was wearing one of his unicorn outfits or something. Yeah, he was but not wearing a tutu. I, he, was, he was dressed in normal clothes. He was not wearing a tutu at the time, so it was fine. <laughs> No, no, I, I, so funny. I, I just wanted to point that out because he, he just shot me a text right now, so I just wanted to put him on blast and say that I'm oh, surprised he didn't drive you away. <laughs> so, well, you know, um, it's, but, it's so funny you should say that because, you know, I had a moment, um, you know, the Transformation Summit was in May, which, again, that was another goal. I always wanted to get to go to a summit, and this year, thank God, I was, you know, invited, which I was so excited for. And I had this moment, the first class that was taught at the PC, you know, for the summit was Hayden's class, first class right out the gate. Now, I, I remember, Hayden. I remember being in Hayden's classes, PC, way back when, and struggling and just not doing very well, just just barely getting through it and modifying everything. And so here I am these years later, I'm in the Transformation Summit. I'm in Hayden's class. And it was a kick-ass class. Yep. And I kicked its ass right back. And I was in tears the whole time, not from the workout, but because I kept flashing back to the first time I was ever taking a class at the PC and how different it was four years ago compared to where I am now. And I'm like, wow, thank you, God, for your mercy, because this is mind-blowing. And see, if I can do it, literally anyone can. And there is not a single soul out there listening who is beyond help and who is beyond redemption and who is without hope. Because if I did it, if I lost 97 pounds and counting, if I gained my life, I won't even say gained my life back because I didn't really have a life before. I got this whole new life, this amazing, beautiful thing, this life 
that with the help of God and the DDPY community, I have created this amazing life. If I can do that, if I can hike 69 miles of the Appalachian Trail when I couldn't even walk half a mile without help, then by God, you can do anything you set your mind to. Don't you dare give up on yourself. You can do it. I'm telling you, you can do it. So just start. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, uh, uh, incredible is the word. And that's what I love about what we do here is everyone who walks in here is real. You know, there's a lot of broken people in the world, and they don't put them on commercials. They don't put them on billboards. And so people don't see themselves in these these life, you know, altering programs or, or workouts and stuff. And what I love about DDPY is we show people really who are, you know, real. And, and in, in the program that are tangible, you can reach out to and you can go through their Facebook pictures and say, oh, my God, that, that, that was him then. They're not just these mystery people. And you're one of those people that, you know, I'm sure that people listening today are going are gonna to say, there's nobody like me who's, who's suffering like I am. And when they hear your story and hear how you've overcome so much in your life and you're at this place of, of just pure happiness and, and joy and, and hope and uh, you're going to give a lot of other people hope and, and that's what I love about what we do here yeah uh, the, the things I mean I've learned so many things along the way um, probably the biggest thing well one of the many biggest things I've learned along the way is Start where you are with what you've got. Don't worry about, you know, what you can't do yet or how little you feel like you're doing. Um, It's the time. It's the consistency that's going to do the magic. You know, you just start doing your your one little thing a day, your your 10-minute workout, your bed flex, your chair force, your, your whatever you do. Just start. And then the next day, do it again and just keep going and don't quit. You know, everybody says that all the time. Keep going. Don't quit. Be consistent. Um, but it's true. Just work with what you've got. And over time, you're going to surprise yourself. You know, it was kind of ironic when I went to Summit in Georgia, 2018 Summit, Um Somebody came up to me and said, oh, it's really nice to meet you. I'm I'm so sorry. I can't remember who it was. But um, they had said, you know, Crystal, no one's as broken as I am. And on the way back home after Summit was over, I thought a lot about that. And, you know, sitting here listening to your story, Kat, and it just kind of reminded me that, you know what, we're all broken we're all broken. But I think the greatest thing about being broken is that's how the light gets in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's absolutely. how the light shines out, too. It doesn't just get in, yeah. it shines back out. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, getting back on your feet after falling so many times is hard. No one's going to say it's not hard. It is hard, mm-hmm. depending on your circumstances. But once you get up and you stand for a while and you take a look around and you think, wow, this is amazing, it's kind of fuel for just the next 
step and I mean I see that in you in your story so very much and one thing um another big change that happened with me was my whole mindset about uh food and weight loss right because I didn't actually set out specifically to lose weight I set out to get healthy and feel better um, right. I had to, you know, completely 110% change how I ate. And I knew I had to exercise every day because, you know, being diabetic, I keep copious records of my blood sugar levels, what I eat, how what I eat affects my blood sugar levels. And I noticed over time that the days I was working out, my blood sugar ran lower than the days I oh. didn't work out. So when I'm working out, my blood sugar so much better than the days I didn't. So I began to look at food and exercise as medicine. It's like, okay, what I eat, what I do, it is directly affecting how I feel. Because yeah. just changing the food and the exercise made me feel so much better. So I didn't look at it as, oh, my God, I have to lose weight. It's, okay, I'm diabetic. If I want to be able to function correctly and function at all and have energy, I need to eat this way and I need to work out regularly. And it doesn't matter what the scale does or does not do. This is just my life. This is how I have to eat and this is what I have to do for the rest of my life. And so yep. by focusing on just the health and food and exercise as tools, then, you know, the weight just kind of naturally came off and I wasn't like obsessing about it. It just was, it was a goal, but it wasn't the goal. Well, and I mean, that part of your story in of itself proves to everyone who will ever listen to this, that weight is a byproduct of something that you can obviously work on and, you know, look where you are now. Yeah. It's not a direct habit of, you know, oh, you just don't wake up and you're big. You actually, there's a reason why you're big. You know, there there's an underlining issue of some sort, food, diet, exercise, you know, whatever it is. There's always something, and you found, um, right, you found the key. Mm -hmm. And, 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 and of course, it's it's not like an exact science either. You know, you try one thing, and that doesn't work. And so you keep having to to try different things. But but the big thing is, okay, just because one thing doesn't work, don't stop there and give up. It's like, okay. I always say I am my own science experiment. I am always experimenting yes. to see what foods are good for me, what foods are bad for me, what exercise is good for me, what exercise is bad for me. You know, how how is this puzzle going to work? So, you know, if one thing isn't working for you, switch it up a bit. Just the important thing is right. be consistent and don't quit. For God's sake, don't quit. I had to really change my inner dialogue because I used to always say, oh, my gosh, I have to work out today. So I changed that to, oh, my gosh, I get to work out today. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. I mean, it, 
it was just a little switch, but it was a little switch enough that, you know, I thought, oh, wow, that's a huge change. And it, um, it left me feeling a lot different than, you know, oh, my God, I have to work out today. To, Yay, I get to work out today. <laughs> so, I mean, it's amazing what you do when you start to pay attention to your body or your life. It's amazing when you start taking notes what you find. Yep. Yeah, very much so. Um, I, I got to add, my dad, I, I had my dad who's, who's uh, passed away a couple of years ago, but he had uh, type 2 diabetes his entire adult life. And um, I, I got to ask because I know how miserable it makes you feel, how bad it makes you feel. Did uh, getting diagnosed with that is is probably a, a blow. It's 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 a hard thing to hear. But ultimately, do you think that was almost a good thing to figure out what the problem is? Because I can't uh, understand that you'd want to maintain living without that di- uh, diabetes uh, diagnosis, feeling like you did. Did did that kind yeah. of help you kind of address the problem? And, and figure oh, out yeah. ways it, to, to fix it? it. It was life changing, and actually, I wasn't entirely surprised because with my last child, oh. I have four kids. The youngest is 19 now, but when I was pregnant with my 19-year-old, um, I actually ended up with gestational diabetes, which of course went away after he was born. But I knew that statistically, because I was diabetic with my pregnancy that statistically I had a higher chance of it coming back one day. So when it did, I was like, oh, okay, well, I I knew this could happen, and now I know what it is, and good, I know what's wrong now, so now let's fix it. Wow. What a great mindset to have. I mean, you know, when uh, life yeah. grows, one thing I've learned especially over the past year um, life, of course, you know, throws all kinds of crap at us. Like I started this year uh, when I signed up for the positive stoppable January. I started this year actually with an injury. I was training, you know, I was in, in process of training for my certification. I'm, you know, part of the positively unstoppable challenge. And all of a sudden I ended up with bicep tendonitis and could not raise my arm. <laughs> at all like diamond cutters were out push-ups were out all this stuff was out and I was freaking out because you know my certification exam was in March and here I am I can't work out I can't teach I'm freaking out but I decided okay here's the situation and it sucks and it's painful and I'm going to physical therapy and I got specialists and I don't know if I'm going to have to push back my certification date and how am I going to teach my students and and all the stress and I was like all right here's this thing it sucks what can it teach me what can I learn from this because this horrible sucky thing isn't going anywhere and it's not going to change if I'm just all, you know, griping about it all the time. I am going to use this SOB for all it is worth. It is here. I'm going to use the hell out of it and learn every bit I can out of it. So from that experience, that's kind of the the uh, mindset I've tried to have when, when things go sideways. It's like, okay, this sucks. How can I use it? Yeah. Good for you. Well, that. That, that's such a healthy way of, 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 
you know, dealing with it. And, and, you know, life is hard. And sometimes people think that, you know, doom and gloom, the reacting to it, you know, it's our, it's our nature to want to do that, but we, we don't realize it until it's too late is it actually sets us further back in our goals and our mission and in our life in general. And, and it's so cool to hear that you've taken some real negative stuff in your life and used it and turned it around to, to not only change your life, but affect others. And, you know, being on the show and, and talking to people at the PC and, you know, doing your classes and stuff, like I can't think of a more, you know, positive spin you could have put on such a negative situation. And I think that's such a beautiful story to have to tell people because all we have is our stories at the end of the day. And all we have is what we've learned in our lives. And to put that forward to help other people is, is, is such a gift that you have. Well, I'm, I'm very, very thankful because, you know, I don't want to waste anything that happened to me. Even, even the bad, awful stuff that can be turned around somehow. I mean, none of the stuff that happened to me was was good. It was all, you know, bad, horrible, terrible. But the lessons I have learned from it, am learning from it, um, those kind of redeem all that. It it makes it, I don't know if I would say it makes it worthwhile, but it, it brings something good out of it. Um, you know, situations just are and and you know when when bad stuff happens i mean yes don't you know deny the feelings don't sit there and and completely do the toxic positivity and pretend everything is okay you know that's not healthy either it's it's more of an acceptance of this really sucks this really hurts i'm going to spend the whole night crying about you know xyz and, and, you know, allow yourself to feel it and process it and, and know that it's real. And then, okay, what can I do with it in this moment? Sometimes we just need to just be and, and sit in it and feel in it and breathe our way through it for a while. And then get up and, and take a step and take another step. And just, just no matter how little that step is, you know, crawl. You know, slither along the ground. Whatever you got to do, just just keep keep moving. And you know, I just adore uh, Hayden and his do something um, movement there because that phrase has gotten me through so much over the past couple of years. When I you know really didn't want to do something, or it was just too hard, or I was too sad, or I was too tired, or I was too angry, or you know, I can hear Hayden's voice in my head saying. Do something. do something and looking at him and all he's been through and it's like okay if he can do something then for god's sake of course i can do something that's amazing that's, i mean that, that's why he did that that's why he does that and, and it's it's pretty special you know i i gotta think that your family and your friends are pretty impressed with the lifestyle changes you've made you know what are people around you saying about your transformation um they they are you know completely completely amazed um in fact really the reason i signed up for the certification program at all i'd been kind of thinking about it kind of off to the side a little bit but i really wasn't you know too serious about it I was like eh that just i don't really think i could do that till till my coworkers all ganged up on me 
and said, no, you need to teach us how to do this. I'm like, well, y'all just download the app. Do the app. And they're like, no, we've seen you do it. You've got to teach us how to do it. And especially my one coworker, Trinity, um, she was the one every step of the way helped me through this program. I would go to her house twice a week to teach. I would, you know, teach her over Zoom, and then I would go to her apartment. And then when I started teaching at the American Legion, you know, still a lot of times she's the only one who shows up. <laughs> but the whole way through, like, I had somebody to practice on and and teach very badly. <laughs> but it was because of my coworkers and friends that I even signed up to do that. So, yeah, it's um, – yeah, it's it's been definitely a journey. So we have, the, you know, Mike usually asks a question to get the ball rolling when we first sit down and talk to you. I have one of those questions as well, and if you don't mind, I'd like to ask you that question. Oh, absolutely, um, go ahead. What would new cat tell old cat? Oh wow. Um... That is a really good question. So many right. things. Um, right? <laughs> because <laughs> one realization that I came to this year was that my entire life, up until literally this year, the first, honest to God, 49 years of my life, I'll be 50 in February, the first 49 years of my life, Every decision I ever made was made from fear because, you know, I was born into a home that was not safe. So when you're not safe from the minute you're born, you it takes – and then you're not safe for literally 49 years. Um, yeah. It takes a minute to realize you've got – it's like Dorothy with her ruby slippers in The Wizard of Oz. You've had the power the whole time. You just didn't know it, and you didn't know how to use it. Right. So, you know, new me would probably tell old me, you know, click your heels three times. Don't let fear stop you from taking the steps necessary to get the help you need. And don't let other people's belief or discouragement stop you from getting the help you need. I think that's really important. I think that's super important. So when I was coming back from Georgia, I was on the plane and, and you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. Just because you fall into a rut doesn't mean you unpack your bags and stay there. Right. Right. I mean, I mean that that says it all. And and you know, you you've been doing this for a while now. Do you feel like? Sorry about that. I guess. Um, sorry about that. My fan was blowing right in the microphone. I'm not professional <laughs> at all. Um, so uh, you've been doing this a couple of years now. Do you feel confident in your workouts? Do you feel confident in the place you're you're at, or is it something you feel like you have to fight and keep an eye on because you don't want to slip back into bad habits? Um, yes to both. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I mean, yes, I'm, I'm very, I mean, this is 
definitely a complete overhaul in my lifestyle. Like I said, if I want to function, if I want to have energy, I've got to eat correctly. I've got to keep exercising because if I don't, I really feel it. Like my body tells me, hey, knock it off. You know, I I get sick. I get foggy-headed. I get sluggish. I, I don't function well if I'm not doing that. But also it's very easy, like the past July and August, I've been working a ridiculous amount of overtime and I've been working a lot of hours and my, my work schedule, my, my actual, the time I work, I went from 9 to 5.30, I went to what is supposed to be 8 to 4.30. So I've had to like rearrange my schedule and with working all the overtime and changing the hours, it's been a lot more difficult to reorient myself and reorient my routine to work around it. And I have felt the effects of that. Um, So now I'm, you know, getting back on track. So it is really easy to wake up and realize, oh, my God, I've been letting circumstances carry me along and just going with the flow. And so what I realized is, oh, gosh, July and August, that's exactly what happened. I've just been letting this whirlwind of circumstances carry me along I have to intentionally create what I need my life to be I have to intentionally make time for this exercise even with these insane hours I'm working um, you know or I'm going to get sick or my back is going to go out or something so I've got to make it a priority I've got to make the time for the meal prep because if I don't it's it's not going to go well for me. So it's all about figuring out where we are and what changes we can do to, to take control of the flow and and go with it, but, but, you know, be flexible, improvise, adapt, overcome, but at least have a direction, have a goal, have a plan, and then stick to it. And, I mean, I think what you just said, Kat, is really, really important for everybody to realize. Success on this journey isn't a straight shot. It's a winding it's a winding road. <laughs> Boy, is yeah, it ever. Right? Yeah. And, I mean, it's not – you just don't go automatically from A to B right to Z. You jump around a whole lot. But on the way, you learn a lot about yourself, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I think is the gift along the way. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And and there is no finish line, by the way. There, You know, no. you reach a goal, and then it's like, okay, now what? Did you set another goal? <laughs> I mean, there, there just is no finish line. Uh, like I yeah. said, this, this whole food and exercise thing, this is literally my life. I have to do this literally forever. So there just is no, okay, I made it. Now I'm just going to hang out no nope that, that's not how that works there is there is not a finish line no, uh, no that, that's such a great way to, to kind of to put it too because i think a lot of people who are goal driven you know when you have a lot of weight to lose you know that scale is motiv- motivating as hell like i step on that i get a high i get a buzz i lost more weight this week i get a buzz and once you're at a point now where you're 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 where you need to be you're, you're maintaining some people don't know what to do with that lack of you know adrenaline every week and that lack of uh, euphoria when you step on the scale and you got to find ways to adapt your goal and to you know build on your goals 
you you can't be single-minded. I I tell people that all the time. You've got to find complete picture of, of who you want to be and keep pushing towards whatever it is and be adaptable in what you want as well because, you know, God knows 20 years ago I wanted way different things than I wanted now. And I think it's so cool that you're so in touch with, you know, who you are as a person and who you are in the DDPY community and you keep finding ways to challenge yourself and, and going from just getting a workout in and then getting a, a whole workout in and then becoming an instructor and going to the performance center for all this stuff. You've taken this little nugget of DDPY, which you started knowing nothing about, and you made this into something huge and big and beautiful and you kept evolving in your, in your program. And I think that's such an important thing to do is, is let the journey take you. You know, don't have a definitive plan of what you're doing with this and just keep growing in your GDPY experience. Yep. As you go, you know, figure out what kind of life you want to have and then start taking steps to get there. Even if it's like a million miles away and you don't see how you're ever going to get here, figure out what that life would be like and just figure out, okay, what can I do now to take steps to being there. I mean, even something as simple as, as like a tea kettle, believe it or not, this sounds ridiculous, but, you know, on my nightstand, one of my nightstands, I have an electric tea kettle and a teapot and, and a whole bunch of different uh, herbal teas. And I bought that and I put that there because I realized a couple years ago, I need to start cultivating peace in my life. And what is more peaceful than a cup of tea and a book? And mm. peace isn't going to just randomly fall out of the sky and hit you upside the head like, like with anything else. It's like, all right, I want peace in my life. What can I do to cultivate that peace? Just start by having a cup of tea when I read my books at night. Little things, little tiny things like that, and it snowballs. So just yeah. look at your life and figure out a, a, even a tiny little thing like a teapot and, and start there and, and just – See what you, you'll well, be amazed. It's the little things well, that are the you're big just, things. Well, now you're just taunting your relatives with a tea, the unsweetened tea. Now you're just taunting <laughs> them. Well, you know what? I'm actually talking to, you know, like 30% of my DNA is actually British. So Scottish, Irish, there and British. You go. So, so really I'm paying homage to the, to the British side of my ancestry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't back me up against the southern side that's, you know, fixing to scalp me. <laughs> I, I'm from I'm from up in I'm from up in New England and and I moved down here probably about eight years ago, and to Raleigh and I never knew how much of a thing sweet tea was. So Crystal, in case you weren't getting the references, sweet tea is basically like to us what maple syrup is to you people. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a whole thing. No, I get it. It's it's a thing. It's it's definitely a thing. You you don't go into a restaurant down here and order unsweet tea and not expect to get a a, a look at the least. So can you not can you not get hot tea or is that how you have to decipher it? I mean, hot tea not and a sweet lot of places tea. really. The only place I've ever actually gotten hot tea in a restaurant here has really been like Chinese places. I mean, maybe really? there's restaurants that serve hot tea, but not that I yeah, know. Yeah, so, I mean, Crystal, they, you know when you go to a restaurant and they bring you a glass of water to start? Like, that's what they do with, like, the sweet tea. It's basically like they, it's assumed that you're going to order it, so here. Okay, <laughs> I have one more question, and I know this isn't completely DDPY related, but 
How sweet is sweet tea? When I would make one gallon of sweet tea at home, right, I would take tea bags, a gallon of water, and about three cups of sugar. Oh, good Lord. Oh, and good it was almost Lord. sweet enough. See, see, this is why I'm diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What they, they always say? They always say that everything's slow in the South. Everything, everyone kind of just takes their time and and just and get there. It's not just because of the attitude of the, the city. It's because there's literally syrup running through our veins right now from all the <laughs> right. Very much. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, no, uh, us but, Canadians have maple syrup, but that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's so crazy how different parts of the world, you know, have their different things. You know, coming from New England, I was surprised that you couldn't get, like, certain clam chowders and stuff down here very well. So it's it's definitely, there's a lot of different regions dealing with a lot of different, you know, foods. And you don't realize it until you leave those areas. So this is a bit of Food Network exclusive. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to have to start, like, a, a cooking podcast or something now. <laughs> uh, well, I can't believe we, we, we got here so quickly. I, I just looked at the time, and we're about ready to wrap up. But before we do, I wanted to just ask, do you have anything you want to plug, your classes, any place you're working out uh, locally or online or anything like that before we head out? Um, well, yeah, I am teaching at the Smyrna American Legion. Um, it is basically almost directly across the street from the PC. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Thursday nights at 7.15, there's another exercise class that meets from 6 to 7, so I come in after her at uh, 7.15. So I'm teaching there. Uh, That's the only place I'm actually holding regular classes, but I am available for one-on-one classes via Zoom, uh, locally group classes in person at your location um, or in a park somewhere because the weather's starting to turn nice now. Available for accountability coaching, accountability partner, whatever you need, just just hit me up and I'll I'll do what I can. That's awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much, Cat uh, Bell. Everybody, we appreciate you coming on and, and telling your story. It's such an incredible story, and I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you and your friends and your family. And you know, you seem to be doing really well. And and it's so cool to have somebody on the show. Like we love to do this. We talk to people real people who inspire real people. And I know for a fact that you're going to do a lot of good with your story. So we appreciate you coming on with us. Oh, well, th- thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Oh, Absolutely. You are most welcome. And most with that welcome. said, Crystal, we're, we're wrapping things yes. up. Another awesome show. Thank you so much for all you, you do in the booking and all this stuff. And, and you do so much during the week uh, that uh, requires detail and coordination and organization and that's not my strong suit <laughs> me yapping and being a, and yapping and being a jackass is my thing but when it comes to organizing crystal you're the best so uh no, thank you we we do depend on you for the most important part of the show by the way though and that is to wrap us up and fire oh. us off into next week with a quote from the canadian quote master and I got to tell you, it's been a week. You said it's been a week for you, too, so we're going to need a doozy. We're going to need an awesome quote to send us off into DDP Radio Wonderlands next week. Sure. So this week's quote is from 
John Bon Jovi, you know, that really cool guy that every girl had a crush on? Yeah, anyway. Um, he stole my luck. Com- <laughs> don't get too comfortable with who you are at any given time. You may miss the opportunity to become who you want to be. Well, that's that's a good one. And I got I got to give it to Mr. Bon Jovi, despite the fact that he totally ripped off Mike Mullins. Yeah, <laughs> sex appeal. All there right, you guys. go. Thank you so much, Crystal. I can't claim that one. You you were supposed to say like anonymous, so I can put my name on it. But I get it. I get it. Bon Jovi's cool. Well, right. <laughs> well, we'll talk go to you guys next week. Tea. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> sweet tea. Hot, sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jeff Leppard, wasn't it? I don't know. Um, I don't right, know. Guys. <laughs> See, we had it together, and then, as usual, the last 30 seconds of the show just devolved into madness. But thank you, yeah, You know, that, that's you. where I got to say, bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crystal, you're getting a full Southern education tonight. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for DDP Radio Live, DDPRadio.com. Every Wednesday night, head over to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or wherever you're at, Crystal. You are taking social media by storm. Just got over 900 follows on the Facebook gimmick. So uh, that's your, you're, doing, you're doing great work over there. And if you don't check it out, Crystal's got some awesome and inspiring stuff she posts on the social media page. So we'll talk to you guys soon, Crystal, for Cat Bell. We'll yeah. see you guys soon. Ah! Tested today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP. Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.